Do the UFC need to readdress the policy when it comes to fighters making racist and ignorant comments? Let's talk about it before we do. My name is Rahul J. Chan. This is the Battle Camp. Thank you very much for joining me. If you're new to the channel, please do consider subscribing. Um, this is not a new story, right? We've had fighters say racist things in the past, and I'm pretty sure we'll have fighters say racist things in the future. Um, the latest incident happened on Monday, I believe. So it was Dana White's Contender Series this week. And one of the fights was between a guy called Oren Kalon and uh, Javid Basharat. Now, Oren Kalon is an Israeli fighter and Javid Basharat is an Afghan native uh, who now fights out of London, England. So on Tuesday... No, when Monday, I believe it was, uh, the ceremonial weigh-ins uh, for this fight card, uh, Kalon uh, missed weight by two pounds. So as uh, Basharat um, walked up to the stage to do the face-off, he declined a handshake with Kalon, and Kalon took offence with this. So he decided to call Basharat a terrorist. Um, obviously, that was a reference to Javid Basharat's past, the country that he comes from. And I suppose it adds more weight to the comment, given where Kalon comes from. Let's call a spade a spade, right? The fact that he's Israeli. Um, now, this video isn't about this incident specifically. It's about the UFC's response to the incident. But I feel like I don't shouldn't have to say this, but just for the record, I'm going to say it. Um, it's a disgusting, abhorrent, wrong um, um, action by Kalon, right? Clearly a racist remark made about Basharat because of his ethnic origin. And it shouldn't be allowed to, to happen. It shouldn't be allowed to happen um, when you're at this level. It shouldn't be allowed to happen at any point in life, especially when you're at this level of a sport, like you're on the cusp, you're one fight away of joining the, the biggest mixed martial arts promotion in the world. And that's the point you decide to make this racist comment, right? So look, I think it's very clear. I think it'd be very difficult to argue against anyone that says that this, this isn't a racist remark. <laughs> <laughs> like th th there's no way around it right now the reason i'm sat here making this video is more to do with what i heard dana white say during the, the post-fight press conference when he was asked about this comment and dana white said that the world's gone politic like the world the world's too politically correct these days and he doesn't like to censor anything that his fighters say and there isn't going to be a specific um, sanction against Kalon. Um, and he also did say that um, he got what was coming to him because Basharat beat him decisively, um, which is fair. <laughs> um, and he also did say, actually, that the guys showed respect. They shook hands and hugged after the fight. And Basharat did say that Kalon is a tough SOB. Now... It shouldn't be left up to fighters to administer a punishment for racist remarks made by other fighters, right? And that's first and foremost. We're talking about a fighter that missed weight by two pounds. And traditionally speaking, when a fighter misses weight, um, traditionally is the wrong word, actually. Statistically, 
is, is, is probably a better word, speaking. Um, a fighter that misses weight beats his opponent or her opponent that made weight, generally. I don't have the facts in front of me, but I, I do believe that was a fact. I don't know as of how, <laughs> how long ago. But the point I suppose I'm trying to make is, if Kalon had won that fight, then he comes into the fight physically at an advantage because he missed weight. He makes a racist remark. There's no punishment for it. And then he goes in there with an unfair advantage and he beats his opponent. He doesn't probably walk away with a UFC con contract because he came in two pounds overweight. But you guys get the point I'm trying to make. He walks away scot-free. It shouldn't be up to his opponent, Basharat in this case, uh, to have to punish Kalon for the comments he made. Now, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't buy this policy that the UFC Dana White have about free speech and allowing fighters to um, express themselves the way they want to express themselves and saying these guys are fighters man they're fighters they're animals they're wired differently like I, I feel like all of those comments that I've heard Dana White make over the years is a cop-out it's a cop-out because I don't first and foremost I must say I don't feel like it's a um, a massive problem in the sport of mixed martial arts um, I don't feel like, and again, I don't have any stats to back this up, right? I don't feel like it's dis disproportionate in terms of how often you get this sort of um, issue in mixed martial arts compared to compared to boxing, for example. Um, I do believe that obviously it will be disproportionate in terms of more mainstream sports, right? You'll get more of this in uh, MMA uh, in comparison to football. But in football, you don't have you don't have encouraged two opposing players to sit there and talk crap about each other before a, a match, right? Like there's plenty more opportunity in combat sports. Encouraged fighters are encouraged to sit there and um, say derogatory things about an opponent in an upcoming fight. It's encouraged to sell the fight, right? Now. I appreciate sometimes fighters do go over that line. And also, culturally speaking, there's times where the line is different depending on what culture you come from. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very open to understanding that. But again, <clears throat> as the global leader in the sport, the stance that they take just doesn't sit well with me, to be honest with you guys. Because look, man... In other instances, they've they've made a conscious effort, so they say, um, to clean up the sport, to make the sport more professional. Reebok deal, USADA, like there's other areas where they have, and, and they're proud and they talk about it, that we're, we're, we're trying to um, level up and, and we're trying to show that this is a professional sport, same as the NFL and whatever, whatever, whatever. So surely when it comes to these sorts of incidents, incidents, it shouldn't just be swept under the carpet because the world's too politically correct for your liking. And um, these guys are wired different, they're fighters. Wired different, they're fighters. But yet, if they forget to put on a nap, 
in the USADA app that I'm not their whereabouts or whatever, they get banned for six months or whatever. Do you get it? But the fighters, they're wired different. They might forget. They might just forget where their phone is because the, the fighters, they're wired different. They might just end up somewhere else because they're fighters, they're wired different. <sighs> it just... It just feels like it's a, and I, and I don't envy the UFC, man. I don't envy the UFC. Like I'm not sitting here telling you guys where the line is and what is appropriate, what is acceptable, and what isn't appropriate and what isn't acceptable. And look, man, you can see I'm an ethnic minority myself, and even I don't fucking know what nowadays classes as racist and what isn't. But some things like this are blatantly obvious right so i'm not trying to say to sit here and any kind of anything that might be a little bit ambiguous or anything that might be close to the line or or try and start policing every single sentence that everybody like every single person says but every now and again you get a biggie like this one it's a big one and it's clear that this is racist and also, I know this Kalon guy isn't a um, isn't signed to the UFC. He came here for the opportunity to potentially get a UFC contract. I'm not saying that he should specifically be sanctioned, right? But an example should be made at some point, and it should be, you know, when it, when the next time a UFC fighter does do or say something, they should be punished for it. They should be punished for it because. It might not be, it's like USADA, right? <clears throat> USADA in the beginning, they were banning everyone, um, any traces of anything, you get banned. And then they realised, actually, hold on, this might not be the right way of doing things. We need to, we need to um, allow this, um, they should announce it as well. And then, um, that, then they decided, actually, no, we need to um, keep it quiet until the, the fighters had a chance to respond and then, you know, do whatever, do the process that needs to happen, whatever. What I'm trying to say is they've refined how they manage these incidents as time has gone on. And if the UFC implement a policy to do with <clears throat> this kind of behaviour, then... It can be refined, right? It's not something that is, once it's done, it's set in stone. But I feel like the reason why they don't want to go down this road is why should it, why should what a man or a woman says be taken more seriously and that should be punished uh, with, a, um, with a deeper punishment than when a man or woman does something illegal? A.K.A. Conor McGregor punching an old man in a pub. A.K.A. John Jones, multiple misdemeanors, still in the roster, still here. And again, I'm not saying that they should get rid of these people. But the point I'm trying to make is <clears throat> it's a difficult, difficult situation they're in. I appreciate that. But at the same time, it's just, it's weak, man. You can't. It's, it's very weak, for, in my opinion, because the, the perception you want to give others of yourself is, oh, when the world went to COVID, we went to work. We went to work while everyone was scared sitting at home. We went to work. So have balls, man. Do something about this. Don't just sit behind this free speech bollocks because it's not. 
It's not free speech, man. It's not free speech because if it was free speech, when fighters say stuff about the UFC, they wouldn't get punished. And I wish I could think of instances where fighters have said stuff about the UFC and they've paid the price for it. Because I know it's happened in the past. I just can't think of an example now. Um, when I upload this, I might, if I can remember, recall something, I'll stick it in the, the comments and I'll pin it for the 13 of you that are going to watch this to to um, to to read. And if you guys can think of any instances where fighters have made anti-UFC comments and had to pay the price, feel free to put them. Put it in the comments below. Um, but yeah, this was a bit of a um, muddled up video because I don't have an I don't have an answer. I don't have a I don't have a um, <laughs> a route to I don't have a, a path to success when it comes to dealing with this sort of thing, right? Um, but what I do know is nothing doing nothing isn't going to help anyone. And doing nothing just shows weakness, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think. Don't be scared to hit the like button, share this with a friend, comment on comment below on anything that I've said. Just feel free to respond, reply, share your own opinions. Subscribe if you haven't already. Share the video with a friend. I think I've already said it. Like, I think I've already said that as well. Uh, I'm going mad. I'll catch you guys next time.